Singles Only Time. Paul Farver here. This episode features R.C. Smith, comedian based out of Florida, originally a New York comic. Uh, great guy, great comedian. He's a he's all the comedians that are doing crowd work now that you see um, putting clips on there. That's all R.C. does at his shows, and he does it to a level that nobody else can. He's like a Don Rickles of today. Um, yeah, every show is different. I've opened for him. I've worked with him at shows. Hard to follow. Definitely going to say that. Not easy to follow him as a comedian. He's really funny. Check him out. You can see this episode on Zoom. If you're listening, you can go watch it on Zoom as well on my YouTube page, which is youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Come check out my shows at paulfcomedy.com. All the details on the shows. I'm basically in Chicago for July, finally. I've been on the road for the last four or five months, basically. So I get to actually stay in Chicago and Chicago adjacent for the next few weeks. Um, I'll be at Comedy Vault, Laugh Factory, uh, Bannerman's and Bartlett at uh, Zany's as well. Um, I'm doing my show at Stand Ups, Sit Down at the Laugh Factory, July 17th and the 31st, Mondays. If you want to come to that show, just email me, pfarvargmail.com. I've got a bunch of guest spots for that. That's at the Laugh Factory on Mondays. We interview comedians after their set. Super fun. Greg Kennedy's on the shows. Um, later this month, I'll be at Sunshine Comedy Club in St. Pete's and at Comedy Zone in Charlotte with Paul Ollinger, Two Pauls, One Show, Sunday, July 23rd. So if you know people in St. Pete, Florida, or in Charlotte, North Carolina, send them to our shows. Then I'll be in Boston, Vegas, um, Columbus, Ohio, and uh, Munster, Indiana in August. Anyway, check out our sponsors. Singles only listeners, Paul Farvar here. Want to tell you about our friends over at Love Shop Toys. They are a sex shop toy. They are passionate about destigmatizing and normalizing sex and sex toys and the conversations around it. They've been around for 20 years and they believe that life is too short for bad sex. We agree here at Singles Only Podcast. We've teamed up with them. So if you go to their website, loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only, you get 20% off all regular priced items, and all orders over $69 are free. Nice. That's right. Free shipping on all orders over $69. Nice. And you get 20% off. If you use our backslash singles only at loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only, that is, you get discreet shipping. You'll get it within two to four days across most of North America. Check them out, loveshoptoys.com, and use the backslash singles only to get 20% off. You're welcome. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. This is Paul Farvar. Who do you think it was going to be? Uh, this episode is also done via Zoom. So if you're listening to it, you can actually watch it on my YouTube page at Paul F Comedy, youtube.com backslash Paul F Comedy. If you want to see our, our pretty faces and our great hair, uh, this comedian uh, is a good friend of mine. Uh, we met during COVID times when everyone else was shut down. He, like many others, uh, went where there were no restrictions and we can work freely with all all the might possible and all the COVID all around us. Uh, comedian R.C. Smith. Hey, buddy. <laughs> that was very professional, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was great. I, I yeah. like to do that just to make me feel like I'm, it's like a real talk show. I haven't done... <laughs> I haven't done these by Zoom in a while, but I was like, you know what? I got I, every time I'm in Florida and uh -huh. we're in Florida, we're both working, and it's like it never, we never get it. And uh, 
And so I was like, fuck it. Let's just, let's just get it. Let's just get it in the books before it's too late. I agree. So, and this is a good time. I, I have a gig tonight, but three o'clock is the perfect time. So it's perfect. good. Well, don't tell them what time it is. You just gave it away. God damn it. <laughs> really? I didn't realize we were time sensitive. <laughs> no, it's fine. So RC, first of all, we've worked together and uh, I've seen you in work. And I think I'm wearing an off the hook show. I think we we met there or shortly after we met at Snappers or one of those clubs. I think, I, no, we met at off the hook down in Naples. Yeah. That's, and, that's um, yeah and, they, and they threw us together on, I think we both showed up and either both of us were emceeing or both of us were featuring or something like yeah. that. And, then and it was they like, said, oh, what the heck, you could, both of you could be on this show. Right. <laughs> Which is which has happened there to me many a times. Actually, it happens every single time I show up. Yeah. Every time, every time they call me, they say, "Oh, we need you. You're going to be headlining. Whatever. We need you. It's a last minute call." And I go down, and there's like eight guys <laughs> that got the same phone call. So funny. <laughs> yeah. So we each do two minutes, and then get paid our, our ten bucks and go home. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I've had that happen to me. I'm like, I go. I don't even. It's not about the money, but it's like I don't want to drive. You know an hour and a half to do 10 minutes, you know, I was right, like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been saying no a lot to a lot of gigs like that because luckily yeah. I'm working. So right. if, if I get a call within three days before a gig, even if I'm running on empty, I say no because, right. you know, and then, and then they end up getting a crappy comic and then they'll know better next time to give right. me a call with plenty of advance. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's different now too. Cause back then, like three years ago, we were so desperate to just to be back on stage again because we oh. weren't getting as much time as we used to. So you know, it's like, funny. All the memories are coming up in my Facebook and there's like from three years ago and I did a gig. I don't even know if you were on it, but I had a gig March 15th the day everything closed down in the country um, from COVID. And I still had a gig that night and I went and there was like six people. And, oh, and, yeah. the, the, people, and the people who booked it, they're like, oh, I guess everybody's afraid to go out. <laughs> was that in Florida or was it in? Yeah, no, it was here in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, except for the comic who wants to get paid. Everybody right. else is afraid to go out. No, I, was, I was in Chicago and that was when we didn't know what it was. And all right. of a sudden like, People were like freaking out, but I was like, what is it? It's going to be a couple weeks. And then, yeah. Whatever. And there was a woman at the gigs, the one of the people, it was a fundraiser of some sort, and she was just coughing and coughing and coughing. <laughs> and, and she kept saying, but I don't have it, but I don't have it. Right. Yeah. I remember <laughs> you know, those like, days. Well, you, you stay on the other side of the room and I'm going to do my set and get the hell out of here. Yeah. And that was the last gig. Then the next day, every text and every phone call was someone canceling a gig because yeah. I was booked solid. And it was like my black Thursday that it just, I was afraid to answer the phone because it was just like cancellation, right. cancellation, cancellation. Yeah. I remember that too. Like I was, I had, uh, I had a festival thing booking. And I was like, oh, this is going to be the best month ever. Like right. I was like trying to figure out. I could, I had two shows. I was like, man, I got to figure out how I can get from there to there. And then all of a sudden it didn't matter. I was like, no, oh. <laughs> at all. And then, and then, then I went to Florida and, and like two months later, everything. And that's where we all met. It was, I wasn't there till like, I think later that month, actually, no, you know what happened is I had a show canceled in Austin, Texas for South by Southwest. Right. And, I remember you telling me that. And then I got booked. Uh, McCurdy's was like, you can work this weekend. I'm like, perfect. So I flew to Florida. And as I was driving to, or I was flying to Florida, I get a text like, Hey, the show's canceled. Don't come out here. I'm like, well, everything's canceled. I might as well go see my family. And then I, then right. I remember. McCurdy's had about a dozen false starts. I know so many guys yeah. that were booked and canceled Sarasota, and booked yeah. and canceled. Um, off the hook opened for two weeks and I went down and worked. And then 
there was something else and they said, no, no, we have to close again because half yeah. the staff got, got sick. Right. <laughs> I think I got COVID the first time at Off the Hook. I'm not from this, either from the staff or somebody there because I remember back then I was like super safe and I was like, well, right. and whatever. Anyway, this isn't the COVID only podcast. This no, is it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you, uh, so what's funny about you, RC, and we've talked about this on the podcast recently with other guests is you have this history of being a great comedian. You did warm up for the chew and the view for years. Everyone knows who you are. You, you do right. a lot of stuff, but you're also one of those comedians that never talks about anything personal on stage, right? Ever, ever. ever. So no one knows anything that's going on in your life unless you follow you on Facebook. And even then it's like, you get like bits and pieces of shit. You're like, okay, uh, wait, so he's married. Wait, now he's not married. It's like, what the right. fuck? Whereas I'm like, all my shit's out there on stage. I talk very personally about myself. Some right. people like know everything. And then you you take it another level where, you know, some people have jokes set up, jokes set up. You still don't know about them. But you're not only not just not doing that, but you're just doing crowd work and just. Right. So it's, and it's and it's all about the audience always. So well, no one show. ever knows. Here's a great example. When I was my wife, now my ex-wife, um, we met 14 or 15 years ago and she already had two kids, a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And one thing led to another and we ended up having a relationship and they moved to New York to live with me. And at the time I was working on the Rachel Ray show. So I'm doing warm up one day and someone in the audience, I said, do you have any kids? And the, someone said, oh, I have a five-year-old. And I was like, oh yeah, my son is five. And the crew just froze. Everybody stopped. And they <laughs> right. were like, you have a kid? And I'm like, yeah, I have two of them. And everybody's like, what the hell? They had been working with me for six right. years on this show. I mean, I've worked with you. People were stunned. Yeah, like I've worked with you for years too. Just And I didn't know anything that was going on in your <laughs> no. life. And then all of a sudden I see on Facebook that you're like, you're divorced. And I'm like, wait, what? I didn't right. even know. I, I didn't even know you were married. I didn't know anything no, about yeah. you. Yeah, it's it's great because and and I kind of like the mysteriousness of it. Okay, you know because because I've always felt that uh, private life is private life, and I like having a whole separate life. So when I come home, it's not about comedy, and I, I I've never thought that the two should intertwine. And I know there's comics that make a whole living talking about their right. wife and kids and relationships and stuff like that. But as far as I'm concerned, I kind of like being old showbiz that way and you know because if you think back the old comics um they would talk about their wife but they wouldn't go into detail my wife she's so fat or whatever right it's very you know? general general right yeah and so and i kind of i kind of like keeping them separate okay fair enough and, and then and also you don't have to mine for material like oh this is going to be a bit because it's like right. it's not it's not it's not right. part of your your story. when when we started dating, my girlfriend, soon to be wife, made it very clear that she didn't want me talking about her on stage. Okay. <laughs> you know, which which was fine. I respected that completely. And then and then with the kids as well, um, especially with the internet. I mean, I've always thought the internet is a cesspool, and I didn't want the kids ever. <laughs> I've never I've never posted one picture of the kids ever. I don't think I've even <laughs> mentioned them on on social media. No. So people kind of know that I do, and someone every now and then someone who knows me will be like oh how's your family and of course people are like family <laughs> what does that entail right <laughs> you, you have a family i'm like yes right. i have i have a family I, and that's a, yeah i mean that's and that's a good thing too because you keep it separate i, I get yeah. that so so now you're so 
what happened? You were married. How, how old were you? you got married, or what, tell us. About I was. Your- I was actually. Uh, I we got married. Um, well, we were together for fourteen years and married for seven. Okay. So um, and uh, so I had instant family just like that. That's you good. know, when when her and the kids moved in, which was great, and I and I was totally ready for it. Um, I accepted it and I threw myself in, and it was great. Um, and then um, we moved down to Florida but almost it's been, it'll be five years in July, as a matter of fact, that I've lived down here in Florida. So about a year ago, um, there was some infidelity involved, not on my part. And uh, I asked her to move out. So, and yeah. I mean, that's the thing with marriage. It's like, and you said seven years. So like you hit it on the rail. Like that's when shit hits the fan right. in all marriages, right. which is why I'm like, I don't understand the institution of marriage. So right. Let me ask you this. Uh, before you were with uh, your ex for 14 years, or you seem to be ex, 14 years, uh-huh. what's the longest relationship you had before that? Uh, probably a bunch of two-year relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also, too, that was the time before I met her. I was Mr. Comedy, you know, and, and, you know, when, when you finally get a a foothold in the business, you become obsessed with it. Right. And so, so I, I started headlining all over the place and then I got into doing warm up for TV. So I was doing that three or four days a week and then doing my gigs on weekends. And I was just obsessed with it because I just wanted to work, 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 money, 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 money. And uh, I was a road guy as well. I, I worked some clubs in New York city, but I was a road guy. So I would, I would be home during the week doing the TV stuff. And then I'd be gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. The only day I ever really had off was Monday. So a couple women that I dated actually worked in TV. So they got it. They understood my schedule. But then a couple of the other women that I dated had no idea what dating a working comic entails at all. At it all. sounds they're, like they're, it'll be great at first. With some, the mystique of it's always great up top. They're like, oh, dating a comedian. But then you're like, oh, I'm dating a comedian. Right. Like it's not you know what I compare it to? Everybody thinks it's going to be that scene from Goodfellas when they show up at the Copa and they go down in the basement <laughs> and through the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's saying, hey, how are you? And they set the table up right at ringside and stuff yeah. like that. Everybody thinks that's what it's going to be, you know, but they don't realize the shitty places where we have yeah. to stay and, and uh, comedy comedy. No, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. And, you know, they think it's all Caesar's palace and, and the penthouse suite, no. but it's never that. And the <laughs> emotional baggage too. Like, you know, we're fucking, we have highs and we have highs and then we have lows and we have lows. It's like, absolutely. There's no other career I can think of where you have so much in, I mean, for you, it's a little different because you're not talking about yourself. So if they didn't like your act, it's fine. But for someone like me, who's I'm talking about myself on stage. So they don't like my they don't like my jokes. They just don't like me. Period. Like that's right. Right. That's a very personal thing. And so. also, too, um, there's just a huge amount of exhaustion. We're just tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when I was burning it at both ends, doing both the TV and the road stuff, yeah. I was just tired. As a matter of fact, the the six weeks before we moved to Florida. I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to work my ass off and make a lot of money. And my wife at the time, she's basically the one that packed up the whole house and everything because I was gone for those six weeks, just trying to make as much money as I could for the move. Right. That makes so, sense. 
Yeah. You know, um, and so by the time we got to Florida, I and then I drove down here. So I worked for six weeks and then we loaded up the car, <laughs> you know, with the with the kids and stuff and and drove down here. Right. And it was it was brutal. So it was absolutely brutal. Um, but then I got down here and I had some work, but nowhere near as much. Right. So I, I went from being the busiest man in New York City to not doing anything. Right. Well, it's, it didn't take you long for people. I, and that's what I tell people in Florida during the pandemic. Like people, I was just down there visiting my family because everything was shut down. I'm like, I'll just right. go do guest spots everywhere. But sure as shit, you do a guest spot. And then like two seconds later, someone's out there. I go, okay, so when are you free? Like there was Word a lot of- Word of mouth is huge down here. 100%. And, and that's what I, and I had a manager up in New York City and he was like, um, you know, I could keep managing you while you're down in Florida. And I'm like, I don't need you to. I, yeah. you know, and, and people to this day, there's even comics out here. They're like, Hey, how come you don't have a video or a press kit? I'm like, because I don't need it. Right. The minute you come off stage, there's 12 people asking you for a business card. Well, you have a different, you have something that's unique too, where, you know, not a lot of people are doing what you're doing at right. your level. So it's like, right. people are like, Oh, I could use this in a, so many private or corporate settings because I'll get booked to do shows and I have a corporate gig on Sunday. Like, so can you like make fun of us for a while? I'm like, yeah, but I mean, it's not, I'm not going to do it for a right. whole hour. Whereas you're like, yeah, that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> that's all I'm going to do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do a lot of private stuff. Right. I think I have, sure I, have, I, have, I have I have, two of them this week, as a matter of fact. That makes sense. I mean, so, you're going to be you know, busy. Yeah, and we also, we have the 55 plus communities down here and right. they, they want a comic that's just going to make fun of them as well a lot of times. Right. So, and it all snowballs. So I'm there's actually so much, busier. Yeah. I'm busier now than I ever was in New York City as far as stand-up. There's so much work in Florida. Now, yeah. because of that, does that give you, now that you're single, are you like, how are you meeting people? Are you actively trying to get back in a relationship or what do you, what's your position? At first I thought I was going to, you know, and I actually went on a couple of online dating sites and it's like the walking dead. So, and the problem is, is that I'm 63, even though I don't what? look it. No. Yeah, I am. I am. Jesus I know. Christ. Yeah. And so what I had to do was when you're on the dating site, you have to put your age and then it matches you up with yeah, women that fucked. are your age. And honest to God, they all look like my grandmother. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so <laughs> many, not that they're not beautiful. It's, different. it's a different but, level of beauty. Yeah. But, you know, and I remember I, I went out with this one woman and we, we met for lunch because it's always lunch. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> they're older. It's always lunch. Sure. Well, and also you're working lunch. at night too, so like, right? You can't go. Yeah, and so she she walked in, and honest to God, I thought I, I was having lunch with my mom, you know, <laughs> and just to, and 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 she was even like a year or two younger than me, but she acted so old and yeah. just so boring, and and it was it was terrible. And then at the end of the date, she's like, "You're very nice. Come here and give me a big hug." <laughs> You know, and I thought she was going to send me home like with some lifesavers oh or something. <laughs> oh, those old like grandma mints. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and I'm yeah, like, that's 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 a that's a hard position to be in for you because I and I know it because they age us out when you're over forty too. It does that. Right. So like you're you're in a position where you might you mean might be better off just putting fifty three and then being like in the comments be like I am six I'm actually sixty three but come on look at me. Or, you know, or maybe maybe I just won't tell them my age. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. They'll, they'll never have to know. <laughs> but you're in a position where, I mean, like you have all these shows and there are people down in Florida that like 
Yeah, I mean, there's not an entertainment industry, but people do. Some people take care of themselves there in certain right. areas. But, yeah, uh, I mean, no, and 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 since then, so. But the the funny thing is, there's there's such a difference between a fifty year old and and a sixty year old. Yes, 100%. So I, you know, so a, a couple women that I went out with, um, they were a little bit younger, and th- and those were okay, you know. Um, women are are willing to go out with someone who's ten years older than them. Sure. So so if I'm meeting a fifty year old or a fifty three year old, you know, it's like oh, it's only a ten year difference or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um. And then there's the occasional, you know, twenty something that wants to go out with an older man because supposedly we have it together, right. you know, and we and we know all about it. Sugar babies, <laughs> they're called. Yeah. 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 You know, and it's like you know, baby, I'm just a working comic. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> you, know? you heard, but uh... yeah, but I'm not. You know, what's the new the new hot guy now, Matt? Rife or, Rife, Rife or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he. I guess he's the flavor of the month these days. Yeah, he's crushing and, and, it. Yeah, and everybody's, you know, and I just walked in today to my therapist, as a matter of fact, and the receptionist at the therapist was like, "Do you know Matt Rife?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I, I don't know Matt Rife." And he's, she's like, "It's so crazy how much he's blowing up." Yeah, yeah, and she's like, "She's like, oh, he's coming to Florida. I want to get tickets," and I'm like. Okay. And she said, <laughs> and she's like, if you've seen the videos and she's told her, Paul, I'm like, I, I really don't need to see a video of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thanks. Anyway. We, do, we see them. We work. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so what, let's, so um, the, the dating apps don't work. What about like in real life now? Have you thought about just mentioning the fact that you're recently single somewhere in your set? So that people know it, they can come. Well, on it's funny because because since I've moved down here and since and and I feel like I'm kind of removed from being the the family man these days. You know, um, I mention it a little bit. You know, okay, like you know, and 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 especially when we were going through the split and the breakup, sometimes shit would just come out on stage. Right. <laughs> you know, like a little angry. Sure. <laughs> You know, but it's also Florida, and especially if you're doing a 55 plus community, everybody's divorced or has right. been divorced or has lost a spouse a in some yeah. weird way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I talk about it a little bit. Okay, good. You know, but 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 not like you know, woe is me. Oh, I need to meet a woman type thing. You know, um, I'll just just do like a little aside. Have you had you know? situations where people have come up to you after shows to like hang out with you and try to hook up with you now that they're... yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, how's it go? How did it go? Um, um, there's there's this one woman we've actually gone out a couple of times. So okay, I, I met her at a gig, and we've gone out a couple of times. So, but um, you think you're ready, and then all of a sudden you're like, Ugh, I can't believe I'm doing this. That's well, different, <laughs> right? The the dating yeah. has changed so much since you were last single, too. I mean, oh, there's it's, two levels but, of it have changed. Well, well, you know, it's funny because my I used to come home after work and I'd say to my wife in New York City, I'd say, oh, my God, this woman was flirting with me on the train. And she was like, what happened? I was like, I, I have no game anymore. I don't yeah. have any game. And that was the joke. But it's like, OK, well, I'm married anyway, so I don't really need it doesn't game. doesn't matter, right. You know, but now I'm like, oh, crap, I got to get game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard. So, yeah. What are you uh, if you if you obviously you want someone that that took care of themselves and looks younger than their age, uh, absolutely your age demo or or they happen to be 10 years younger than you that works, too. What are the other things that you're looking for if you did want? Well, first of all, let me ask you this before we get into what you're looking for. Would you get married again or are you? No, no, it's not going to happen. (laughs) I'll date an institution. Right. It's not going to happen. And I'm also having a hard time. I, I meet some women that maybe are like her in their 40s, but they still have kids at home. 
And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not dealing with that either. So you want women um, that have, you know, have, uh, have, have, they don't want to get married and they don't, right. they don't have kids that they're taking care of. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, um, because that, I don't have time. I, I'm not going to play dad again or uncle okay. or whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. It'll be a weird yeah, situation. Whatever they want to call me. That's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. So what yeah, are the but, things you're looking for? So you're not getting married. You don't want to get married again. So that opens a door. It gives a bigger net for you to, to pick. Yeah. Up. I think at this point, I'm just kind of looking for someone just to hang out with, you know, at yeah. this point, because I have more free time than I did when I was up in New York city. So, um, I mean, like this is a, a weird week because I'm working Tuesday through Saturday, but even on regular weeks, I'm only working most of the time, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I have the whole rest of the week. And in Florida, it doesn't really matter. There's no, there's not really like Friday night is date night and Saturday night is yeah. date night. You know, everybody, especially in season when everybody's from all over the world is down here, there's something going on every night of the week. So you can ask anyone out to go out on a Monday and it's cool. Sure. Yeah. And what, what, uh, what's the typical first date then do you picture you're doing? Would you just do a lunch? Uh, coffee or lunch usually, yeah. you know, or, or, um, meeting for a drink somewhere with a possibility of it turning into dinner. So I'll pick a place where that has a good bar where we can sit and have a couple of drinks. And then if, if we're hungry or if it's going well and we want to keep hanging out, then we can sit there and have dinner. Yeah. And if it sucks, you can, you got an easy out. Exactly. So, <laughs> well, you know, there's always the, I'm going to go do a guest spot at the comedy club. Right. <laughs> Which always works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always have that. I always do. I always meet on a night that I have a guest spot. So right. if it's, if or a spot that I have, I'm like, Hey, we can meet at like five. And then if it's going well, I'll invite them to come with me. I'm like, Hey, I'll ask to go first. And then we can go get right. dinner. But if it sucks, I'm like, Hey, I got to go. Yeah. Right. No, I always say, well, no, it's a, I always say it's a private party. So you oh, can't yeah. go. You can't go. <laughs> if they suck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you sometimes won't know. it is a private party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. What's up? Right. So what are the, what are the things that you're looking for other than like, hang out? Like, what are the, so we got the age demo. Do you have a type? Like blonde, at, I'm a big blonde, you're a blonde guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a redhead even blondes or redheads. <laughs> Those, that's my type too. Actually, you know, that's funny. Those except reds, but, but, and, but it's true. Um, redheads are nuts, man. Yeah. Like a true red, but I kind of like that. <laughs> Well, we're not comedians. Are, something's wrong yeah. with us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I definitely need someone who's because I'm not necessarily high maintenance, but like as a performer, we're generally high maintenance to begin with, anyway. Sure. You know, um, there's got to be some ego going on, and you know, there's some ego stroking, I should say, has to be going on. And and that was one of the things that when I was with my wife for 14 years, um, it got to the point of where you know I'd be getting ready for a gig, and I'd be like, "How do I look?" And she'd be like, "You look like you're going to work." <laughs> you know that's and you were you fine know. with that or no? yeah i'm like okay good so my, as, long as, my, as long as my you know balls aren't hanging out or something <laughs> that's fine I, I'm, I'm okay i'm okay with that <laughs> and in terms of like uh are there any like deal breakers for you like if they if they don't like comedy or if they don't like don rickles is that gonna is that the end for you I think they have to have a sense of humor. I think they have to like comedy. So um, I think I think it's got to be someone who's probably an artist in their own right of some okay. sort, um, wh whatever that is, whether they're a musician or a visual artist or, or something like that. Not a comic. I, I won't date comics. Yeah, of course. At all. That's, that's especially. Yeah, I can't do it. And especially now because I've had such a level of success. 
I think that, you know, some of the younger comics think that if, well, even guys to that extent, think that if they if they become friends with me, I'm going to make a phone call and somehow get them on, you know, a TV show up in <laughs> right, New York. Right. You know? And it's like, nope, that was a whole nother life, my friends. <laughs> I don't even, it's all new, it's all new, uh, it's all new gatekeepers probably too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I, there's, there's a, only one other guy that's still doing warm up that was doing warm up when I was up there. So, okay. um, you know, I, I don't know anybody. I know a lot of people that still work in TV, but they're camera right. guys and producers and stuff like that. Right. And, and someone called me a, a couple, a couple months ago and one of the TV shows was looking for a warm up guy just to fill in for a couple of weeks. And he just said, I'm just testing the waters. Would you be interested? And I'm like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother, that's a whole level of energy that I don't have anymore. Yeah, it's, it is a lot of, I do warm up sometimes for some shows. Uh, and it's like, you just have to psych yourself out so much to like yeah. be right. And that, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's grueling too. You know? And I so, did it for, and I did it for 20 years, you know, yeah. just day after day after day after day. And I remember the last show I did was an episode of good morning America. And when I, I literally did a mic drop and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing it ever again. <laughs> now you, you talked about artists type, which I agree. I think that's the way com comedy adjacent, but not comedians or some musicians, something that's art in the arts. Even, even, I mean, even, even a stripper, you know, yeah. I've, I've dated That's two or hard. three strippers in my life, yeah. you know, um, because we had the same hours, you know, right. I, I, and it's perfect, right. <laughs> you know, but most of the time I was, I'll say artists are tend to lean to the left politically too. And I know that you tend to lean the other direction. Is that yeah, but, but, for you or no, but they don't in Florida. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, they don't in Florida. As a matter of fact, I know a lot of really conservative gay people as well down yeah. here in Florida. It's all different. So, also. you know, so that's the beauty of it is that a, a lot of a lot of people down here tend to, you know, lean a little bit to the right. Is that a deal breaker, though, for you? Because like my parents are opposite. They're married for fucking 55 years and they're right far left far right and uh and they made it work is i think i think it's got to be a deal breaker now because everything is oh, just yeah. so black and white maybe 10 years ago i mean i certainly when i worked in tv i dated a couple of girls that were really far left and they mm -hmm. just used to refer to me as oh he's the republican but we never <laughs> but we had never ever talked politics and stuff like right, that right right because you were allowed to have your own opinion and you didn't but now you have to fight for every opinion that right you have you know and everybody wants to know exactly what you're thinking and so it's just easier if we all think the same way <laughs> yeah but that's the thing though like i and i and, and people say that too you know i i go around all i i open for for i go on tours with comedians who are republicans who are democrats and to me like and letterman said it best on uh on i think his show with Chappelle. he's like if we all agree on everything what's left like there's nothing to learn you exactly can't learn anything you have to be able to engage with people that are like are willing to talk about stuff. So Right. But the but, only problem is, is that these days, no one takes no for an answer when you're having a discussion yeah. about something, because it's all about, you know, trying to one up them because you have to have the last word in, especially if you're posting on social media, oh, yeah. you can't, you can't just walk away. You have to have the last word. I, I showed them. And I think a lot of people think that's the way it is in real life too. Yeah. Yeah, then you won't. Yeah, and if and if you and that's like a that's a an argument. That you maybe you just don't want to take that into the personal relationship. So right, right. Yeah, sense. I mean, I think it helps if we because even though I, I swing right, there's a lot of stuff where I'm more middle of the road or even more left. I mean, like all good people, you know, I'm 
have different opinions about different things and I can sure. see both sides of an issue. So I, I think that as long as they're not, you know, a member of Antifa or, <laughs> you know, or wearing a pink pussy hat, I think, I think I'll get along with them. What if they're like completely, what if they're like super far right? Is that going to be a problem for you too? Like if they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to date Eva Braun either. So <laughs> yeah. What if they're like, what if they were at the Capitol and like shot somebody? <laughs> like, <laughs> Shooting someone isn't necessarily a deal breaker. <laughs> you are in Florida, right? Exactly. Daniel everybody's every, everybody's got concealed carry. So. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. Uh, that's funny. Um, I've, so you said you dated strippers in Florida too, or, or, uh, no, not down here. Um, I dated, uh, a couple in New York and I dated one in Vegas who lived in Vegas. So, and that's when, and it was great because, um, it's when I had just started doing warm up and I was making a shitload of money for the first time ever in my life. And I was working out at, uh, the Tropicana and I met her. Uh And so I would fly out there on weekends. I'd fly her to New York. She had money. So it was, it was like this, the, the, the amount of money I spent in that relationship yeah. <laughs> was amazing. And she eventually moved to New York and we lived together and we hit about the two year mark yeah. <laughs> and, and that was it. Then it I was done. Like that's so, yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I, I think that the more you talk about being single on stage, the more you're going to see like, especially like, and I don't do this intentionally, but sometimes you'll be like, I, I talk about being single on stage because of this fucking podcast. But right. like you sometimes be like, where are the single people at? And they start clapping and then it's like in mentally you're like okay now i got to make that hot girl laugh like now right. i'm like and i'm not going to go home with her obviously because i'm in like fucking i don't know lansing michigan but you like know, you know what move i haven't mastered yet if if because if i'm on stage and i see someone that i'm attracted to i'll i'll flirt and stuff like that and i'll make jokes about shows over i'm going home yeah. with her and stuff like that but then after the show's over I feel really awkward because I know everybody that was in the audience oh, are looking right. to see if what I go happens? over and talk to her, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, I haven't mastered that, you know, ninja move yet of flirting on stage and letting her know that I'm serious about it off stage. It goes back to being in high school or whatever you took to get like your nerves back then. You just take a shot and just be like, so we're doing this. You just <laughs> right, gotta be, right, yeah. you gotta be so cocky about it. Cause you know, you, you, you exude as comedians, especially, Especially you, you exude this confidence when you're on stage. It's like right. you just gotta, you gotta fucking, you gotta jump in, huh? Yeah, I mean, you can't, <laughs> right. you can't not. They, they don't know what they don't know. We're honest. Right. They don't know who the little man in the back that's creating all this, like, right. Confidence. Although you know, you know what I do though? I'll talk to them after the show a lot of times, and I'll say, um, "Hey, I'm on Facebook. Make sure you friend me." And then if I see that they friended me, then I'll send them a message. And yeah. that, and and I ended up going with this with this one woman once. Yeah. Um, so, but, but once was enough. <laughs> but if they're if they're uh, if they're uh, lean to the right conservative, they might just say, "I don't have social media." Then what do you do? Right. <laughs> you got to yeah. be like. Fuck, give me your number. Just fucking. Well, I have I have I have plenty of business cards that I pass out. Oh, there well. you go. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. It. Is your number yeah. on there? Your phone number on there? Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. what you got to do. So, so like here, you know, uh, and I'll say, hey, give me a call. We should hang out sometime. Well, that's dude. It's I, kind of vague. Uh, hey man. Well, next time we're doing a show together, we'll both be the old single guys at the show. We'll just be like, I'll I'll, I'll be the wingman, and I'll yeah. it'll be like a it'll be like a grandma and a mom. But then every, but then everybody be like, oh, you two are straight. We thought you were a couple. <laughs> yeah, with our good hair. Yeah, yeah. Probably... They'll be like, and oh, I, we thought you we thought you guys worked together all the and, time because you were a know, couple. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I have like a bright yellow car, and you have right. like a convertible. Like, right. Just be like, all right, bye guys. Like, no, we we look like we live in Key West. Yeah, they probably think that, but yeah. that's good. That gives us the pheromones of being like, oh, they they give me convert them. I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, our, now I have to now I have to book a game together. We'll call it the Wingman Tour. We'll see <laughs> we what have, happens. Yeah, dude, we'll do it. <laughs> I'm sure I'm I'm in Florida once a month now checking on my dad. So I'm sure we'll be doing a show soon. And now that yeah. you're single, we can I'll uh I'll give you some of my my moves being single for all these years. So, <laughs> why not? I can't I can't wait to see how well they work. <laughs> you're gonna be like, who's this idiot? So I don't have a game. <laughs> right. yeah, so I have to say I'm a Middle Eastern lawyer. Is that what I have to say from now <laughs> That's on? All. I just make sure to bring that up as much on stage. <laughs> Yeah, but everybody probably thinks like, wow, you're a lawyer and you're a comic. You must be a millionaire. I'm sure they, they think that. <laughs> and then they see the check that we're getting. It's like free tickets. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Do you know, you know Chad Zumok? Do you yeah, know, know Chad? Chad. Sure. At, at some point in every show that he does, he always says, listen, I'm hot shit. I am making $125 tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every show. I, and it's, I, I laugh so loud every time he says that. And, and, then I, and then I always say, you're not that far off. Yeah. And then, or it's like, I've got tens of thousands of dollars from comedy. Like, right. Yeah. I've made tens of thousands of dollars from comedy. Right. We, uh, we're out of time, RC. Where can people find out more about you and your upcoming shows? Just um, on Facebook, RC Smith Comedy on Facebook. And, and I list all my stuff. And uh, I mean, I'm, I have a few things coming up. I'm doing like a gig up in Georgia. Um, but I, I pretty much stay in Florida all the time because there's work here. And honestly, God, three or four gigs, like the gig I'm doing tonight is five minutes away from my house. Yeah, I don't. So yeah. it's just, you know, and when I think back about how living in New York City, I'd have to leave at three o'clock in the afternoon to get to a, an eight o'clock gig up in Connecticut because traffic was so bad, you know, down here now, if I can be home by nine, <laughs> I'm thrilled. There you go. That's yeah, a, that's a life. I get it. It is. Well, thanks, RC. Thank you uh, so much for doing the podcast. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. So we've been doing this podcast, what, six, seven years now? And the one thing you know about me is that I was a lawyer. It's one of the cardinal things associated with me behind being a comedian, former musician, or failed musician, or uh, Persian, or old. But when I need a lawyer, I call my friend Scott Shapiro, and you should do the same too. 312 8,800. Scott Shapiro has been representing people for 25 years with workers' comp cases, personal injury, and entertainment law. Scott is a full-service law firm, and in addition to all the injuries that I talked about, work injuries, personal injury, and entertainment law, he handles other matters too. So you can hit him up, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed.